We are playing Vampire the Masquerade. VTM only half romanticizes vampires, and a large portion of the game is about exploring just how much of a monster you're willing to become. Since this game deals with heavier issues than most games we tend to play on this podcast, I am issuing a content warning for the following subjects on basically every episode. Blood. Violence. Body horror. Abuse of all forms. Issues of consent. And torture. If you feel uncomfortable to listening to any of these subjects, please tread lightly, and we will not blame you if you skip this campaign. Thank you. Alright, so, last time, you all were summoned to Elysium, where you were given the job to go work with Sheriff Stankai and to go kill a bunch of masquerade breachers. There was a, technically a scorched earth policy in effect, so, of course, one of them you guys took alive, and it turns out they were following somebody's orders, and when pressed, they never met this person. But they did tell you that they were received at going to a bar that technically has no name, but it's just like a church in Melbourne. Or it wasn't Melbourne. It was, no, it was McKinley Park. Excuse me, it was McKinley Park. So that was basically all that what happened last time. So this time I need y'all a rouse check because it's the it's another night. It's another night where you're doing shit and need to see if you got. Hungry. Good morning. Grouse check. Everybody, Everybody succeeded. Success. Everybody succeeded. None of you wake up hungry. I'm still full from shotgun asshole. Okay, well, I rolled remorse, but it's the same roll, so. Uh, yeah. That explains why it asked me how many dice I wanted to roll this time, but not <laughs> How last remorseful time. are you? <laughs> so I straight up rolled a 10. Does that mean anything? Or no, it's like not. No, I wake up not. super chipper. Yeah, you're just, you're just fine. That's terrifying. Uh, so it is October 8th, 2016. And that is the Wednesday, my dude, that you were guys were planning on going to the bar to see if anybody has received any new orders. Uh-huh. So, hmm, last time we started with core, so this time let's start with Jonathan, only because Cat was the first one to get their role out of the way. Okay. So Jonathan, uh, what are you going what are you doing this lovely evening? Well, I've already been up for an hour. I'm allowed to do that. I found out. Yes, you are. You are allowed to be up for an hour before sunrise because your humanity is eight. Yes, so I've been up for an hour and I've been cooking, anticipating Anna coming home from whatever she's doing today. The war. <laughs> You've been out on your widow's watch waiting for her to come home from sea. <laughs> but yeah, she'll, uh, she'll come home it's a little bit right before sundown. Uh, she sometimes forgets that you're allowed to be up an hour before sundown, so she stays she stays out a bit later. And uh, I, 
Okay, to be clear here, like, I am not her keeper. She comes and goes as she pleases. Yeah, but she likes to be home when you wake up. Alright. I just wanted to make that one clear. I I am aware. She does... She enjoys your company when you are allowed to stay for the night. Not that she stays up the entire night because she is still... Mostly a day person. She wakes up at like three in the afternoon. You know, Colin, hmm. same fucking brain cell on that. I <laughs> thought about that. And she has like a half day displaced sleep schedule to sort of work with mine. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you're roboting a little bit again. Keep an eye on your connection. Yeah. Uh, anyways, she goes. So, uh, today's the day, right? You gotta go out and do the thing? Yep, but I'm up extra early, because I don't know how long I'm gonna be gone. Alright, well, uh, be safe. I know usually when you get involved in that kindred business, it's, uh, it, it usually does not end well. Look, you know you don't have to call it that when it's just us. Come on. Uh, Annabelle's not here. She's not going to give you shit. Okay, vampire business. <laughs> Doing all right? I seem a little bit out of it. I don't know. I'm just expecting her to come any day now. It's been a couple months. Speaking of Annabelle... Oh. Well, when she does show up... Well, I hesitate to say we know how to handle her, but it's been we're, enough time... We're, we are used to her, is a better way of saying it, I guess. We are prepared to weather her storm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you cooking? It smells good. Hot pot. Finally starting to cool off, so I'm gonna make a little bit of hot food. Alright. Did you make it warm pot? I make it correctly. <laughs> I cat don't know like the proper methodology of making hot pot. But in character. Hot, hot is just like you could provide a stock and then you just like have pre portioned food I out there that you just dip in and kill I've cooks. watched it. I've watched anime. I don't know, like, what an actual recipe is. Okay. Presumably, a pot is involved, and you make it hot. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably. Alright. So, uh, she will help you enjoy your hot pot, and then you uh, will presumably head out to the house that uh, Virginio has, or Virginio has provided young, uh, young Luke. So, because no way in hell is he gonna let a thin blood just stay in his house and touch all his stuff. That stuff's important and vital and perfectly organized. That will just no. By the way, Colin. Hmm. One sec. I want to check something. Currently searching the uh, PDF. Okay. 
Oh, wow, there's fucking 966. Uh, results on that. Let me go down to the index, actually. Uh, is the bar that we're going to, is that a vampire bar or is that a human bar that gets used by vampires sometimes? So you've been a vampire long enough to know this sort of thing. Uh, I like how, like, if you make a human have to think for a moment, they turn into a horse. (laughs) What I want you to do is roll me intelligence plus streetwise, but at a plus two dice. So, because you've been a vampire for a while, so you would technically know this. Also, don't forget to unslash your willpower. That is an success. And success is enough. It it was going to be pretty easy, uh, considering how long you've been a vampire. And the bar is owned by a vampire, and it is used as a hunting ground, but it is mostly, as far as anything is concerned, it is mostly just a place where humans go to drink and... This one vampire has managed to cultivate... He calls it his flock? Because here's the gimmick. The vampire that owns the bar was a legitimate priest in life. Yeah, all right. And then he was embraced in the 40s, and then after he died, a, another priest took over the church and then a couple more priests came over and eventually the church went up for sale and he was like hey I should buy that church that I used to go to and turn it into a mockery against God so nightclub okay see the reason I was asking is because if this is going to be a predominantly human establishment and we're going to have to be milling around inside of it I figure it might be useful to appear as human as possible correct so before I leave, I am going to do that thing. Yes, activate Blush of Life. That is a rouse check, which you succeeded. Success. So you don't get hungrier, and you appear more lively. Uh, you don't. You just kind of look a little sick, like you're you're not feeling great because you're still technically dead, and you still look dead when you're not using Blush of Life. But you do look like a normal if somewhat under the weather human being now. I'm trying to find the page in the PDF because it again, it matters what your humanity is when you do this move. Yeah. yeah uh, hold on a second. FGH humanity is on 236. Humanity 8. Uh, Blush no, of Life. Guys remains... You can roll two dice for Rouse check to use Blush of Life and take the highest result. Uh, Blush of Life allows you to have sexual intercourse and perhaps even enjoy it. Blush of Life allows you to digest and taste wine. And that's all the benefits of Blush of Life. Yeah. Alright, so then. Next we will go with to Salem. Salem. Yeah, what's up? Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night you're going to go to the bar. Uh, have you have you done job there? At, have you played at the bar before? Yeah, a handful of times. Like, the nice thing about... The nice thing about vampires is they're all kind of a little bit status-obsessed. 
and it's really easy to do a favor for somebody by just saying, hey, I'm a famous fucking musician, why don't I play at your establishment? So, yeah, I've played there before. So, I will reveal to you, since you have played there before, do you know about the priest who is, who what be a vampire? And also, you know that he's not in the Camarilla. He's a fucking anarch. So he gets real nervous anytime a bunch of Camarilla vampires decide to pop in. Yeah, well, whatever. Not my business, really. All right. Uh, so what are you doing to prepare yourself now since you are not waking up hungry? Well, I'm deciding on putting on one of my more iconic looks. I'm going to see... I figure someone's gonna fucking recognize me tonight, so I may as well make me make myself as recognizable as possible and get it out of the way. I figure I'm gonna be wielding my status like a fucking hammer, so I'm uh, you know I'm in my fucking clubbing clothes because we're going to a fucking fucking bar. All right. So, question, are you also going to activate Blush of Life since there's going to be a lot of humans there? Hmm. All it is is a rouse check, and guess what? If you get hungry, there's bound to be someone there who knows you and likes your shit enough to be like, oh yeah, I can probably chow down on you a little bit. Eh, why not? Let's yeah. have fun. Hey, you don't even get hungrier. Show you just dinner. look like a normal sick-ass person. You know me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, you are also going to... Is there anything else you would like to do? Like, aside from looking your your best, or... I wonder if, uh... You know, Father Singleton knows that a bunch of fucking Camarilla are coming down to the bar tonight to, uh, do some sort of sting operation. Oh, probably not. Hmm. I wonder if I want to warn him. I wonder if I can get away with it. Would you want to, though? Because you're Camarilla and he's Anarch. Here's the thing, though. Just because I'm in the Camarilla doesn't necessarily mean I like the Camarilla. True. A lot of people in Chicago's Camarilla are only in the Camarilla because Pilzer comes down real hard on Anarchs. And, like... It's not necessarily in my best interest for any bad shit to go down between the Camarilla and the Anarchs. <sighs> no, I'm not going to warn him because I don't want to get caught doing it. And also, I okay. don't really know this guy yet. Technically, I know I'm in character, but I don't know I'm out of character, so I'm not going to. Okay. All right. So then, in that case, Core, you wake up. You're not hungry. Right. So, uh, what do you want to do tonight before heading on over to pick up to pick up Luke? Oh, I'm the one picking up Luke? I mean, everybody's going to meet Luke, and then he's going to take you to the bar. Okay, well, I feel like I would have had my ghouls, like, investigate this bar in the weeks beforehand. Well, days. Well, whatever, days. It's only been five days. In the time beforehand. <laughs> Yeah. This was, you know, a less popular sequel to Land Before Time. <laughs> uh, 
Alright, I'll say that one of your ghouls is pretty good at investigating stuff like that, so I'll give him six dice. I don't remember how to do the thing, so I'll just... Two successes. Alright, so he comes back and he basically tells you everything I've I've told you. Uh, this guy, he's a vampire who was embraced probably just a little bit before you were from the sounds of things he bought the church that he used to preach in and turned it into a bar because uh he kind of likes the idea of it being a sort of a middle finger to god who technically has abandoned him and i will also give you he's the also strikingly he handsome he is pretty handsome but that's also because he is a toreador and the toreadors are pretty no- pretty notoriously handsome. Notoriously? Nah, that joke doesn't work. Never mind. Abandoned joke. Abandoned joke. It's the second time you've abandoned a joke tonight. It won't be the last. <laughs> so, aside from having your ghouls scout the place out and then telling you about uh, Uther Singleton, what else do you want well, to do? Even with Blush of Life, I really can't pass for a person, so I'm just going to hang out behind the bar and just like stake out the air, just like stalk behind the bar with the idea that if anyone comes running out, I just jump them and if I hear fighting, I'm going to run inside. Well, here's the thing, the, that uh, move, the, that obfuscate move, you can use that, the um the sensi unseen, or not sensi unseen, the opposite of Cloak of Shadows. Oh yeah. Um, if that. you use Cloak of Shadows, like you can still walk in there and just People shadows, will just move around you and passage. Not... Oh, unseen. You don't have cloak of shadows? No. Oh, unseen pat. That's right. You took um. You took the silence of death or whatever. They're already stealthy as it is. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Are you thinking of me that has cloak of shadows? Yes. Also, hi. Yes, what did I miss? Man. Um, we're just still getting ready. Uh, I'm just trying to convince Ape to maybe use Blush of Life because, like, Nosferatu are, yeah, they're ugly, but they're not masquerade breaching ugly anymore. So, you could technically pass as human, you would just pass as a really ugly human yes, that nobody's gonna want to go home Here's with. another thing, is we've established that Kor was one of... You know, the prince's secret police, and he is recognizable, and if I walk into this bar, this dude is going to know what is up. True. I could, like, sneak into the bar and just, like, hang out in the rafters or something, but I'm good just, like, hanging back to catch anyone who tries to slip out the back. Like, that's my deal. That's what I'm good at. I'm trying to convince you to go into the bar, because I had not honestly planned for anybody to, like, sneak out and do anything Well, you should have known better. (laughs) <laughs> I am sneaky guy. That's my you character. You expect me you, to do things. You, can, you yeah, like if you want, you can uh, sneak around in the rafters and everything, just to give you something to do inside the bar. Okay. All right. I, so I, I roll. Okay, let me try doing a blush of life. Just and okay. that's just a rouse check, right? Yep. That's just a rouse check. Okay, I'll do that. No, no. Well, I'm hungry You're now. hungrier, but it it's like it still succeeds. You just get a little bit hungry, but luckily you have your one of your ghouls on like a rotation where like if you 
for when you wake up, if you wake up hungry or you have to do something that makes you hungry before you leave, he's still asleep. Ah, uh, okay. So you can just go ahead and uh, not increase that hunger because, like, that's no, like... I get a... Because I... It's like the equivalent of grabbing, like, some toast before I leave. <laughs> pretty much. You just bite this guy and then you uh, lick the wounds because vampire saliva, quote-unquote, saliva just, like, instantly heals the bite wounds, so... I think you mean... I think you're looking for coagulant. Are you saying that Core just fucking ran out the door with a guy's jugular in his mouth like a goddamn anime girl? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just put, like, try to, like, rapidly adjusting his tie as, like, some, like, veins hang so out So I got, mouth. like, a hood on so that my pointy ears don't show. I'm doing my best to look like a human person and not a vampire yeah. monster man. Yeah. And I just kind of slip in and just kind of... Like a nerd at a party, I'm just hanging around in the corners. Alright. Alright. So, eventually, y'all meet up at the house that Luke is at. I will say that probably Core arrives there soonest because I believe you are closest. Also, I'm bald business, so I would not have wasted time. Yeah. So, I... Yeah. Yeah, you live in... in actually... You might not, because he lives in... He was put in Archer Heights, so... I'm just gonna say, for the sake of convenience, y'all arrive there around, around the same time. Three cars drive up, and y'all get out, and like, oh, hey. Wait. Do I arrive before Jonathan? <laughs> Roll me contested, uh, um... I mean... Drive checks. I have a driver. <laughs> Jonathan literally made dinner and ate it and then like took a shower and brushed his teeth and like put on true clothes that are appropriate to the situation true so yeah you may go ahead and roll your stealth and Jonathan uh right. go ahead and roll cause you're kind of expecting it go ahead and roll me so I'm rolling, what, stealth and dex, or what? Yeah, stealth and dex. And Jonathan, go ahead and roll me wits and... I think it's awareness. Yeah, wits and awareness. Oh, that's awareness four successes. isn't a skill. Do you mean insight? Yes, it is. Yeah, awareness is a skill. It's right below academics. Oh, that's weird that it doesn't alphabetically for some reason my brain has been reading this as an alphabetical list uh, it's because it's, it it's three different like subcategories one is uh combat one is like charisma stuff and one is just core got four successes and i got one you got one success so yeah no like you're looking around for core and you don't see him you're late <sighs> am i well, we didn't have a set time, but if you don't want this to stop happening, show up first. Oh, but then I would miss the pleasure of you sneaking up on me. Uh, that's true. And then the third car drives up into Salem. Ah, you guys beat me here. Hi, Salem. How you doing? Oh, I'm... I woke up, so... You know? 
It's a good night. Yeah, sure. All right. We need to go and see if our friend has gotten cold feet on us. Oh, I'm sure he'll be fine. By the way, Jonathan looks distressingly alive. I mean, we all... I think we all did that. We all did it, but it hits me the hardest. But Jonathan did it the best, throws Pen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so when you go up and knock at the door, uh, Luke opens it up and it's chained and he's like, oh, oh, it's you guys. Uh, Yeah, uh, hold on. He closes the door and then you hear it unlatch and then he opens it back up and steps out, hands in his pocket. He's kind of looking real nervous, but at least he's stepping up. Hey, Luke. How you been doing? Do you know what? I, I honestly expected you to run. Well, like, if I ran, you'd just catch me. You're right. <laughs> I put a hand on his shoulder and ask him how he's been holding up. Well, you know, I've been living in a house owned by one of the most powerful vampires in Chicago, and he's also a weird wizard guy who can melt metal with his blood, so... Eh. I lean in real close. Don't tell anyone. That's actually a real basic trick. Man, all I can do is, like, use refrigerator coolant to make weird vampire drugs. Jesus. Hey, that's, ba- hey. that's just basic I, for you guys? I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know if I'm even capable of doing that. It's real simple. You just gotta, like... Yeah, see? I'm not gonna lie. Or Luke, real good at making drugs. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as soon as he says, it's real simple, I say, yeah, see? It's real simple for you. I don't think I would be able to do it, so, you know... What's easy for one person isn't necessarily easy for everybody. As much as I enjoy this little chemistry lesson slash pep talk, we do have a job to do, and there's only so much darkness in a day. Yeah, I guess. All right, let's go. Hey, uh, Cor? Hmm? Could you, like, turn it down? Well, since you've asked nicely. Thank you. Hmm. All right, uh, he gets in the car with one of you, or he gets in one of the cars. Whoever's car they, you guys want to take, he gets in there, and he starts giving you directions to the church. I think Jonathan has the nicest. Well, no, maybe Salem has a nice car. I don't know. But mine is a shit piece. I am literally rich, so yeah, yes. Salem probably. is filthy fucking rich. Yeah. No, not filthy rich, so, just regular rich, Okay. I've only got three gods. <laughs> only a little bit of a wipe down, but otherwise you're good, Rich. Look, it's a nice car. Okay. I specifically have a. Sh- it looks shitty. It is. It looks shitty. Is shitty. Look, I have a middle class car, but it's built for comfort, not for looks. I have three resources, so I could have a nice car, but it would just get stolen or something. Luke is riding with me because I'm the only one who's been nice to him, and he probably doesn't want to get into a car with anybody else. Yeah. No skin off my nose. <laughs> you got... I didn't know they made cars with DVD players still. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, on the way there, he uh, since you expressed interest in the weird thin blood alchemy shit... He starts telling you about how he figured out how to 
do something that allows him to like basically have minor telekinesis and it involves like getting refrigerator magnets and then like shaving them and then like boiling them and then like adding his uh vampire his vampire blood into it and then like you stir that for a little while let it boil stick it in a refrigerator for a couple hours and then once all once all when all that's said and done it basically resembles a really thick shake and then you just like chug that down and you can like do some minor telekinesis that's super fascinating and you found all this out yourself I had some help, uh, like, found some other guys who taught me how to do this sort of stuff, but for the most part, yeah, uh, that was pretty good chemistry in life, too, so. See, I don't know, I don't know what anybody is talking about calling, is, is it mean of me to say you thin bloods, because I'm not. He shrugs, he's like, that's what, I mean, that's what we are. Alright, well, I don't get what everybody's talking about calling you all lesser. I doubt there's anyone in the Camarilla who could figure out how to do something like that on their own. I don't know, man, like, you guys, you fucking have the ability to just, like, look at someone, and then they just do what you want them to do. It's, like, we have to work a lot in order to just, like, do minor telekinesis. Yeah, but we also die in the sun. This is true. I don't like walking around in the sun. It kind of stings a little bit, but... But you don't die. Everybody's got strengths and weaknesses, and I don't like this stratification everybody's got going on. And he, he shrugs. Hey, Salem, what, mis- what music are we listening to in your car? Are you playing your own tracks, or are we listening to something else? Absolutely not. Look, I may, <laughs> I may have all the fucking trappings of a self-obsessed loser, but I'm not going to listen to my own goddamn music in my car. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's a little bit masturbatory, but... I've listened to all of these tracks eight million times in the process of producing them. I don't ever want to hear them again for the entirety of my own life. This is literally my job. <laughs> I don't want to listen to my... I don't want my job during my fucking other job. <laughs> Had to catch yourself from saying leisure hours before you remember that these No, aren't. I almost said work. <laughs> my job is <laughs> my work. Making the music is the fun bit. Listening to it, I get to do that for the rest of my life. Anyway, you head to McKinley Park. It's a neighborhood that actually does have a park in it, and you're actually only a couple of blocks away from the park. And when you drive up to this unnamed church, you can definitely tell it's the place because the stained glass windows, they're flashing a bunch of like different hues and colors. Uh, there's some greens, pinks, blues, and since y'all have activated Blush of Life, I'm assuming Core is just going to be going in there normal, or is he going to like fucking hang up in the rafters still? I believe I already said this. I am acting as a nerd at a party. I am just in the corner, sulking. I mean, just come in the door okay. with me. No one will notice you. It's fine. I'm going to have the hood on so we can 
get a good look at me, but yeah. Okay. Uh, and then when you walk in, there's a lot of people here. Uh, I have some pictures in the Roll20. It's about that packed right now. Uh, there is a DJ that is obviously not Salem playing the booth. Uh, the bar itself is in the middle of the church. So where that is, everybody's looking in different directions, but like the closer you get to the front, the more people are actually like looking at the sta stage. There are some people here who are definitely on some substances. Various substances. Truck. Yeah. Like, no, they're not. All of these people are only high on Christ. <laughs> I love substances. Uh, so when you get to the bar, you see that there's definitely some bar-specific drinks that are just no other drinks that, you know, n are normally served elsewhere, just dif named differently. There's the Blood of Christ, the 40-Day Reigns, the Baptism, the Not-So-Virgin Mary. <laughs> I hate that one. Unholy Water. <laughs> yeah, Unholy... Oh, Unholy Water's also a good one, yeah. If you guys want to come up with one, go for it. Blood of the Covenant... Wine listed as formerly water. Oh, there's the <laughs> there's the fucking the stigmata, you know. It's a uh, got a fucking it's got a pickled olive in it, and it looks like a and it's supposed to look like an eyeball. There's a shot of tomato juice in it. It's kind of like a Bloody Mary, but it's not. Look, when you leave a bunch of vampires around to come up with shitty cocktails, it's inevitably going to come back to blood a lot. It's a bowl of peeled grapes and you <laughs> put your hands in and ooh, that's eyeballs! Spooky! Ooh. <laughs> ooh! You also see at the bar, there's just some guys, they're pouring a glass of something, and that his friends are egging him on, and then he takes a shot, and then he just looks like he just drank gasoline. Because he did. It did he gasoline. drink gasoline? No. He just drank fucking Malort. And his friends are cheering him on, and then they buy him actual drinks to get the taste of Malort out of his mouth. Malort Mindy. No. Malort tips for all right. <laughs> you go away too. <laughs> this game is only for and me and uh, Colin now until he fucks up, and then it's just gonna be me. <laughs> So, what do you guys want to do? I mean, if I can avoid doing this all night, I would like to. So, I'm gonna just sort of follow Luke's lead here. He knows what's up. Okay. So, he'll go up to the bar, and one of the bartenders is there, and they'll... They seem to know him. And they go, hey, Luke. And he goes, uh, hey, is there, um... Any, uh, any messages for me tonight? And he goes, uh, let me check. And then he, like, checks around where, like, most people would leave something. He's like, nah, man, you're good this week. And, uh, just kind of goes paler somehow because, oh, no, this was his only out. And now he's definitely going to die if you guys don't get a leave. Ah, the unblush of life. <laughs> So, uh, we know what Jonathan's doing. What is somebody else who wants to do a thing doing? Listen, Kors is just kind of surveying the whole place. He's trying to pick a spot where he can look at more or less the entire room. And he's just looking like 
trying to pick out the actual vampires from the dudes who want to be vampires. Okay. So, it takes you a while to spot the actual vampire, because there's only one here. But, when you spot him, he is definitely the one who stands out the most, because he's dressed in full Catholic peace regalia. He's even holding, like, prayer beads, complete with a cross, and he's going around asking people, you know, uh, like, how they're doing, if they're enjoying themselves, just all in all, making sure that everybody's enjoying themselves, because apparently he likes it when blood is happy, which is a thing that we are completely ignoring in this game. Hmm. Except the part where we didn't like at all just then. <laughs> so, yeah, you managed to spot the the one and only vampire, and since you do, um, actually, hold on. If you're being sneaky, let me see if he can spot you. Do I need to roll a contested check? Yeah, yeah, let's do a contested check. I'm going to roll his uh, wit plus awareness, which is not great. You'll probably beat him. You want me to just roll stealth again? Yeah. Okay, stealth and dex. Well, if you get at least two successes, he will not notice you. Yeah, stealth and dex. Wow. <laughs> no, no. He, fight. he has no fucking idea that you're here. No fucking Nobody food. knows I'm here. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, did Cor go home? God damn it. <laughs> Look, I know Cor was in the car when we left. He asked me about the music. I got really mad. Did I kill Cor? <laughs> <laughs> I pop up behind you. You couldn't if you tried. And then I'm gone again. <laughs> Alright. So, what is... What is Salem doing? See, the thing is, I kind of actually want to do the same thing Cory is doing, but not for the same reasons. I want to, f- I want to find the father. You know, I figure go to the source. Yep, you find him pretty easily, and then, uh, and then, like as as you walk up, he's talking to somebody, and he says, "Yes, of course, I'll visit you in the confession booth later." Hey there, father. That's right, motherfucker. He still gets confessions. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was innuendo. No, no. What's he gonna do? Fuck them? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that is a hunting type. Oh, it's not his hunting right, type. Right, and this is a Tori. Forgive me, Daddy. I'm about to sin. Fuck you, Ace. This game's canceled forever. Sorry, Daddy. I've been naughty. No, stop. Anyway. anyway, anyway, continue. Hey there, father. Packed house tonight. Uh, he looks at you and he goes, Ah, yes. Uh, hello, Salem. It is quite packed. What to what do I owe the pleasure of the Camarilla's presence in my humble abode tonight? Uh, well, you want to? I could tell you, but you want to do this somewhere a little quieter? Of course, of course. Let's go to my office, and he gestures for you to follow, and he will lead you up to his office. Alright, I'm gonna follow him up to his office. Yep, and uh, he he gets you in there. He's got some pretty good soundproofing in his office. It's not the greatest soundproofing, because you can still hear the dull thuds of the 
really heavy drum and bass shit going on down there, but uh, it's it's still enough that he could potentially get some work done. Uh, Alright. So I just fucking grab a chair. Like, so, uh, father, a couple nights ago, the camera got a, you know, got a bee in its bonnet about some bloods that were breaking the masquerade. Oh, was that the arson or the gang war or the exploding meth lab? And you know from news reports previously, it was disguised as a gang war. Gang war. Ah. Uh, yeah. So... We caught a live one. <laughs> uh, he says he's been coming here for uh, orders from somebody. I'm not accusing you, of course. Of course not. But if something's going on in your club, and I'm hoping here it's not you, because I don't want this to get complicated. I'd like to know in the interest of honesty... So, let me appeal to your, your your humanity, your father. Do you know what's going on? <laughs> as as deep as it is. Well, my fellow member of the night, I don't, to be quite honest. I know that the Anarchs are a bit more friendly towards the Thin Bloods, but I'm of an older sort. I don't really hate them, but I'm not about to go and kick the hornet's nest. Yes, exactly. After all, your lovely, esteemed tyrant already barely tolerates my presence here. I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize that. All right. So, if you're not doing it, then who is? That I would not know. As far as I'm aware, the only other vampires who come down here are here to feed, not to hand out clandestine orders to carry out secret missions at break the rules of your particular faction. Now, I would be able to help you in your investigations, however, because if he remembers what knights that he got particular orders from, I can check to see what knight, if there is any consistency on who was working a shift that night. See if they remember anything. All right. I'm going to trust you here, Father. As you should. I hope I don't have to regret it. He's going to start typing away at his computer to pull that info up. And while he does that, now we will switch to back to Jonathan, who uh, is dealing with a slightly freaking out Luke. Oh, no. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna. 
Hey, hey. Yeah? We haven't really come up dry yet. We're okay. Remember what I said before? Freaking out doesn't help you. Okay, okay. But, man, like... Uh, what are we gonna do? Alright, so... Fortunately, to start with, we've got two other people here. People stretching it. Especially with... He looks around and he's like, Oh shit, where'd he go? But... He's still a person, he's just stopped believing that. But... Let's let's stay out of philosophy. We've got two other people here. One of them is pretty darn charismatic, and I'm confident that they'll be able to turn up something. In the meantime, we can look around, see what all we got figured out. I'm sure with our combined talents, we can turn up something. I'm gonna have him roll wits and composure, uh, composure and something to see if he will stop freaking out. So hold on a second, because I've also statted him out. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I I 100% made that in in character thing. He has one in composure, whereas I have four. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like composure. I guess it'd be composure and insight just to give him not a complete chance of fucking this up. Yeah, okay, he'll... Like, it's, it's not... He's not completely calm. He's, he's like... He sort of starts, like, closing his eyes, and it looks like he's doing breathing exercises, but in truth, he's... Like, you don't hear any air coming in and out. It, it's just, like, he's just sort of moving his chest in the memory of doing breathing exercises. And it's helping a little bit, but it's like you can tell he's definitely like still not that great. Well, it's more than nothing. So, question, Colin. Yes. You've said previously that vampires sort of have a sense about each other that you just sort of know when someone else is a vampire. Yes. That's how it worked in previous editions, and like fucking, I don't know if that's still a thing in the 5th edition, but I'm going to go with it. Alright. Is the bartender a vampire? No. Well, crap, that takes out my best move, but... I will say this, the only vampire here, aside from you guys, is, uh, Father Singleton. Okay. To see, my... my ability to freak people out and maybe get them to talk to me is exclusively confined to other vampires so I have to approach this normally. Okay. So, I'm gonna I'm a put my arm around Luke's shoulder, assuming that, you know, he doesn't like freak out at the touch because he seems like really plainly uncomfortable with me touching him. I'm not going to keep doing so. Nah, he's fine with it. Alright, I'm gonna steer him back to the bar. Okay. And I am going to call over the bartender. And he goes, yeah, what can I get you? Yeah, hi. Um, we have, uh, th- this is my first time here. Hi, my name is Jonathan. Hey, how's it going? Hi, it's, um, well, see, it could be going better, because, um, 
Luke over here. His uh, those messages he's been getting, they're um, they're starting to ask him to do some stuff that he's worried about, and he wants to talk to the person who's been sending them, and he's been having trouble getting a hold of them. So he has me to come help him out because I'm kind of okay with finding people like that. I'm just, I want to ask you, do you know anything? Like, do you know? who tends to drop off messages for him. Roll me uh, manipulation and persuasion. While you're rolling that, I just want to point out how this conversation would actually go, is you would spend 10 minutes trying to get the attention of the bartender, and then as soon as the bartender realized you weren't ordering anything, they would just walk away and ignore you. (laughs) I'm going to go with freaky vampire shit. That is a success. That is a success. I I kind of had this at a difficulty too, and he's like, "Look, if you're not gonna order anything, I'm just, I'm gonna have to go." I will absolutely order anything. This this is important to him, and therefore it's important to me. So I'm more than happy to grease the wheels. All right. Uh, what fucking awful, stupid drink do you want to order? <laughs> um. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna like is. Is, does the menu come in, like, a physical slip that I can have in front of me and, like, trace my finger down? Yes. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trace it down, and I'm going to check for two things. Number one, what's most expensive? Number two, which does he look most interested in having me drink? Because <laughs> I'll drink fucking gasoline if that would get me in his good graces, because I'm a fucking vampire. I don't care. Gotta throw it all up anyways. Honestly, he's most excited to see you drink the Malort. Alright. I'll, uh, I'll order one. Alright. Uh, you drink it, and yeah, it tastes like someone pissed in gasoline and then poured that into a shot glass. I down it all at once, and then, what, does this, like, come in a can or something? It, it comes in a shot. Uh, it t- comes in a bottle. All right. Well, I down the entire thing in one gulp, and then I slam it back onto the bar, and I say, "That was awful. Please give me something better." <laughs> in fact, and then I will order the most expensive thing on the drink list. All right. Um. So yeah, he will give you the most expensive thing on the drink list, and. Uh, it, it does not taste bad. It does It does not taste awful. It's not, like, assault every sense in your body. You know, it, it's it's fine. It's fine, especially after what you literally just drank. It's fine. So he goes, All right, so here's the weird thing. Like, the some guy, he comes in, hands me the slip before we open. And then when he walks away, I can't remember, like, anything about his face. Hmm. All right. Do you, uh, do you ever exchange words? Um... Uh, he's struggling real hard to remember. He's like, I don't remember. It's so weird. Like, I, I know this. Like, he comes in before we open. I don't, rem- I don't remember any of this. I don't remember what he looks like or anything so I will say this you know this is a vampire thing 
I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. Uh, it is a level one dominate power called Cloud Memory. Alright. Which means, at the very least, someone's ghoul is coming in, giving giving the slips, and then making them forget. Okay, okay. Um. Huh. Okay, well then I would want to talk to the person I know who knows Dominate stuff. That's me! That's, that's, that's you! That's Salem! And I think, technically, Father Singleton also has... Give me a second, let me look at his disciplines. No, he does not. He does not have down, Dominate at all. Oh, he cleared Father Salem of doing it. <laughs> it means Father Singleton, not Father, right. Father Salem. Is no, 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 I'm Father <laughs> Salem now. <laughs> Daddy right. Salem. I was uh, about no. to say that. Canceled. Thank you for falling on that sword for canceled. me. <laughs> this game is fucking canceled. I'm gone. Goodbye. No, You'll lose. Anyway. It's Daddy Jones. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So. Core. What are you doing now that uh, the only other vampire aside from you guys is kind of walked off with Salem. Sorry I snatched your thing. That's fine. There's no vampires in here, and there's no judging by what they're doing over the bar, they're trying to gather information. So, I'm gonna go outside and see if I can find evidence of, like, vampires that have been around recently. Okay. Then, in that case, roll me... Intelligence plus investigation. Which is something you're pretty good at, apparently. I'm looking at from the looks of things. Yeah. Okay, two successes. Alright. So, when you get out there to do your investigatory work, you don't really see any evidence of vampire shit, but here's the thing. You do vampire see... Scat. Only a few days old. <laughs> you do see a guy who's sleeping back there, like you know, covered up with a um, with a fucking newspaper, and you know, you you've been at this job long enough to know that these guys are kind of invisible. Like if a vampire came in the back way to, you know, hand off this paper. He might have thought to mind wipe the bartender, but he might not have had the thought to mind wipe the hobo. Hmm. Okay. I can't read minds or nothing. I'm not super good at persuasion or anything. I, don't, I didn't take any points on intimidation for some reason. Yeah, that's we. We saw that last time it was really weird yeah we talked about it it's because he's an ambush predator he doesn't like get up hmm. in people's faces and freak them out he oh, yeah, sneaks up behind him and slits their throats people that see him just think he looks ridiculous because he's dressed like a gangster yeah i'm specialized i was a hunter not you know interrogation so it makes sense i mean yeah but you also do have a couple people who are pretty good at talking 
and one person who's very empathetic towards people down on their luck. Alright, so can I just, like, fire off a text to Jonathan? I have a possible idea. Could you come out the back for a moment? When you read that text over, there's nothing there that would immediately set any off any red flags to the Camarilla, because Camarilla don't like it when you text business stuff. But there's nothing there that would set any set off any red flags to the Second Inquisition, so you hit set. Okay. Like, hello, fellow vampire. I have vampire ideas. Please join me, a vampire, <laughs> at the back of this Would bar, like the church, the which one? is owned by a vampire, and we vampires are at now doing vampire things. Send text. <laughs> My response is to call everybody back inside because I also have an idea that requires Salem. Hmm. I'm Salem. You are Salem. So, Father Singleton's still looking it up, looking stuff up, and uh, trying to find patterns. So, if you excuse yourself, you will be like, "Of course, of course, you may may go." Uh, give me a couple more minutes. Of course, we've got all night. I guess I'm just gonna go back downstairs. Yeah. You meet up at the bar. Hold on. I'm holding. Uh oh. I am Are you trying to sneak up on me again? Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a bloody success or whatever it's called. Messy critical. I just wanna be standing behind Jonathan when they turn around. Christ, alright. It's believe going it's to be a thing. Insight plus what, Colin? Uh <laughs> insight plus Intelligence or wit. Awareness. Oh, oh. Oh, oh inst- right. okay. If you want awareness plus yes, what? awareness plus uh, wits. All right. No mods. Tie. Huh. So you got actually, two crits though, so I'm gonna. It's not because because no because here's the thing. If you roll two tens, it counts as four successes. Yeah, but one of those is a messy critical. Yeah, one of those. It is a messy critical. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Six and six, and ten and seven. By poker rules, I won. High <laughs> card. No, I mean like you, you legit, you legit have more successes technically because of the critical. But it is a messy critical. But like also at the same time, like mm, I don't want to deal with that for just a joke roll. So let's say yeah, I'm starting okay. to get wise to you. You don't jump this time. You're, you're sort of expecting it. Like you just it. turn around and I'm there and you're expecting it. Well, you need to get a new move. Fair enough. What's your idea? All right. Well, I presume at this point Salem is pulled up. Yeah. Salem never gets anywhere in a hurry. So I will move us away from the bar because I have to talk like actual vampire nonsense. Just imagining that we like fall into like a com- anti-commissioner Gordon Batman thing, where every time you turn around, you just start expecting me to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're still here? Yeah the uh, the the side the side areas are relatively clear. Um, upstairs is relatively clear, so you can talk quietly and be able to hear each other, and also not Overheard. have uh, people over here. Yeah. 
Alright, so, Salem. Yeah. What's up? You know stuff about vampire powers that messes with people's heads. I mean, I know a little bit, yeah. It's, uh, you know, my sire taught me some of this stuff. Some of it I picked up by myself. Sure. Do you know about the one move that lets you just sort of wipe people's memories? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, presumably I would. So I'm just going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a real basic one. Cool. Never really my thing. Well, the person who's been dropping off Luke's orders has been using that on the bartender. Huh. See, I'm having a thought here. What's up? And that's... Luke, and I motion at Luke. You could do a whole lot of real interesting things with your alchemy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, kind of. I don't know if I can, like, fuck memories, though. I'm not, I'm not talking about memories. I'm talking about maybe grabbing hold of a little bit of power that was used here previously. Like a, like a sort of tracker thing. I, I need, like, something written down or to do a lot of time experimenting. It's like, it's, it's not just a thing that I just will into there. It's like, I need to have actual formula with like actual fucking like ingredients and shit right well we've got money we've got some time you have someone who knows plenty about it and contrary to how I might look I'm pretty alright at detecting supernatural phenomenon so I figure all four of our heads together should be able to come up with something. And anything we can't buy, I'm sure Core can procure. Right, Core? Uh, probably. I actually have an idea. Whoever this is seems to be doing a fairly good job of covering their tracks. But there might be something they missed. To wit, there are a couple homeless parked out behind the bar. And if the if the um, vampire in question is wiping minds, they might not bother with them. All right, I can go talk to them while Salem and Luke lay the groundwork. I would be happy to. By the way, I've got the uh, the good father that runs this place. I don't know if we've ever met Luther Singleton. Have not. Never set foot in here before. You know what? I don't know why I thought you would have. <laughs> oh, does this place just scream, Jonathan? Extremely not your scene. I totally get it. It's and it's extremely infrequent for much of anything to scream, Jonathan. For it to do anything, Jonathan, or like a very mild chat, Jonathan. One person probably screams Jonathan every once in a while. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Blush of Life at Humanity 8 does allow you to maybe no enjoy comment. sex. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. I'm on decent terms, I'd say. 
with uh, Father Singleton. He's uh, looking to check. It. He's checking the records for the club. If Luke here could supply him with a date, it might mm, speed up his search. Yeah, I'm not okay. saying I necessarily trust him. I'm just saying that I don't think he wants the Camarilla coming down on this place any more than any of us do. Well, I'm not going to speak for Core. Core just shrugs. So, I think the plan is is that we're going to do a little bit of a shuffle here. Luke, I want you to recall the dates that you've gotten orders on. You give that to Core. Core, you go give that to the father. Salem and Luke, you see if you can start putting together some sort of vampire power tracking spell between the two of you. I'm going to go talk to the people out back. Uh, he nods. It takes him a while to remember them, but he gives you the dates and writes them down and hands them to you. Did you have any objections or other thoughts? Not really. <sighs> All right, then, gentlemen, let's get to work. Yeah, okay. So, so who's first? Who, yeah, who who wants to go first is my question. I've done a lot of talking. Somebody else. I'll go I think. If Ape does not want to go next, yeah, go for it. I don't think mine's gonna be super interesting. I'm just delivering some dates. Oh, uh, oh, oh no! Trust me. Like, if you want to sit down and have a chat with Father Singleton, I've got a whole thing that explains his worldview planned. So it can it can potentially take a while if you want. I wouldn't mind hearing that, but I don't think Core would give a shit. <laughs> uh, you can have a nice little chat with somebody who would find you repulsive and you would find repulsive back because, you know, this sort of whole Toreador versus Nosferatu thing. And then they kiss. All right, we'll 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 do that later. Let's, okay. Say them do their thing. All right, then. All right, Luke. So, uh, run me through this, then. You can, you can do stuff with the blood. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like I'm gonna need like some ingredients to figure out how to do this, and then like we're gonna have to go to like I don't know Walmart or something if it's not super illegal. And if it is super illegal, then we're gonna have to go to other places to get. Them stuff I need, but, like, oh, shit, we're gonna have to go to the Walmart anyway. I need, like, beakers and mason jars and shit anyway. You guys broke all that. Blame Core. I did not break a single mason jar. Do they sell beakers and mason jars in Walmart? They sell mason jars at Walmart, yeah. Okay, so mason jars, but beakers? Do they sell beakers? They sell I mean, like, all sorts of things. Yeah. Chemistry <laughs> sets for children. Yeah. yeah. Also, none of y'all know this, but if you have trouble getting a hold of the illegal shit, I can do that. Yeah. But yeah, um... First off, he's going to try and hit up his contacts with, uh... See if anybody has any sort of mixture that would come anywhere even near close to that sort of thing. So he's going to roll... 
charisma and streetwise. Which are two things he's actually pretty good at. This guy's charismatic? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got he's got three dots in charisma. Look, we've only ever seen this guy, but he's flipping the fuck out because he thinks he's about to get murdered by people who oh, okay. are as gods to him. We don't know what he's like on a normal day. He's got high charisma, but he's got no composure. Got it. Exactly. Like he's got he's got one dot in composure. That is his worst stat. I mean, technically, my worst social stat is also composure, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he got two successes. Uh, so you drive around for a little while and uh, you hit up some areas of Chicago nearby that are not that great. The, the gentrification hasn't gotten this far yet, essentially. Which is a good and a bad thing. It is both a good and bad thing. Uh, the good thing is because it's not gentrified, the bad thing is that it's not exactly a great or safe place to live. It's the world of darkness, so everything sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, eventually he does find a guy, and when you see him in his element, he actually does fairly well. Like, he's talking to this guy, he's not nervous at all, and when they leave, he like, they do this, you know, fancy handshake, uh like high five thing and you know he just walks off like nothing like nothing about that interaction bothered him at all and he's holding a piece of paper and he's like okay so it looks like we just need to go to walmart um i'm gonna need a car battery well that should be easily procured most walmarts have a car center of some sort yeah yeah we're just heavy that's all Mm-hmm. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, you drive to Walmart, and you grab a basket, and you pick up some... You pick up Babby's first chemistry set, and you pick up some mason jars, and then you go to the auto de- department, and... <laughs> Role-playing games are a great way to escape from the normalcy of everyday life. <laughs> you know you what? Pick up- I'm loving this what? little domestic fantasy I've got going on with Luke. We're just going to Walmart, picking up some things, and then we're going to brew a blood potion. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... He actually seems fairly fine with this. Like, it's like doing this normal shit is an escape for him. Like, going, just going to Walmart and picking up mason jars is soothing to him. Oh, I bet he's got a Pinterest account. <laughs> Which, I mean, is fucking weird, because no, a visit to Walmart should not be soothing for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he gets a car battery, and he also picks up a few other odds and ends, uh, like a cheese grater and just like it's like one of those things where it's it's like that challenge where you buy three things to just freak out the cashier the cashier of course being an all-nighter cashier at walmart does not actually care not face at all for the record i very much do not pick up the car battery i have one dot in strength car batteries are pretty fucking heavy 
Yeah, carburetors are fucking heavy. Like, you you could technically rouse the blood to pick up the car battery. Absolutely not. I am making Luke pick up the car battery to put it in the basket. <laughs> I what am trying to be to nice me? to this guy. Oh, it has it has to be it has to be more than two. Yeah, it's two. Okay. I'm like, it has to be more than one because his composure, his composure is his one dot. Well, I mean, I was perfectly willing to be like, to be like, well, time to go charm the pants off of some bagger to carry this battery for me. <laughs> then he will, he's like, I don't know where I'm going to brew it. Do you have a place? Yes, I do. Do you mind it smelling like battery acid for a couple days? Yeah, sure, what the hell. Okay, cool. Better we do it in my place anyway. There'll probably be a bit more privacy. Yeah, probably. And we will switch off of that and go to whoever wants to go next. I guess that's me. All right, so, Core. You and I just upstairs. use like my same stealth roll from when I was evading him earlier, and just like slip into his office, and just be standing there completely silently until he looks up. Hold on one second, I need to see something quick. Need to check his disciplines. He actually does not have sense to unseen. So, yes, because I rolled like f- five successes. You did roll five successes. He has no idea I am even in the same state. <laughs> uh, so, eventually he looks up and he goes, Oh, it's one of you. One of us, yes. I have some specific dates for you to reference. Oh, good. That'll uh, help things go by a little bit smoother. And he takes the paper from you and he starts looking it up and he does notice that there is someone who worked all those days that definitely was here and he's like so so how is it going with your ruler and he does do the finger quotes thing when he says ruler The prince is maybe not everyone's favorite person, but he is in charge, and I am not one to disobey him. I do as he says, and right now he says, investigate these fools. You know, if more people were willing to stand up to him, he wouldn't have such a chokehold on this. I'm reasonably sure he could kill every one of us with this back of his hand. There's some older vampires here who might stand a chance. Well, talk to them. I have no interest in challenging his rule. He probably knows we're having this conversation anyway. Probably, probably. So, I noticed your friends left for a while, so why don't we have a little chat? Kindred to kindred. Uh, If we must. We don't have to. Oh, of course not, but... It would certainly help pass the time. I doubt you'd want to spend your time down there with the... And he just sort of gestures towards the the giant crowd of drunk and high people. I'm not that hungry. I do sincerely miss alcohol, though, but... 
uh, he just wished for you to take a seat. So, former man of the cloth. What an incredible irony that must be. Oh, the Toreador just adore irony. In fact, it was, from what I hear, a bit of a competition between them and the Malkavians to get to me. How fun for them. Of course. I imagine you didn't particularly take it well. Seeing as you've turned a place of God into a stinking, filthing pit of humanity. It's a bit of a jab, yes, but I bought it a while ago. Having been back here, I've come to some terms with some things, actually. Oh? We, and that is to say, kindred, are also children of God. Probably because I don't think I'm on very good terms with you. Yes, we might be the black sheep of the family, but consider this. We are God's second children. The first children, of course, humanity as a whole. The third child, Jesus Christ, of course. We, his second children, were created by him on purpose. True, as a form of punishment for the world's first murder, and actually the world's first death. Good old Cain. Yes, good old Cain. But we were created by him nonetheless. And also, I do sincerely believe, even after all I've done, I'm still going to go join him in heaven. Hmm. I suppose that depends on whether you're a New Testament or Old Testament. I think Old Testament will just as well cast you into hell just for being what you are. Ah, but consider this. We are only judged in life. What we do after our life should not count against us. Ah, all right. So you go more Old Testament where you can argue technicalities with God. Interesting. Exactly. Yes. So, I am to be judged for what I did in life. And what I did in life was lead a good, pure life in the service of our Lord. And even then, I still do give confessions. People come in, they sin, they come into the confession booth, I absolve them of their sins, and then they go out to sin some more. I'm a little bit confused. So you are saying that either your soul is now in heaven, or you are a blind spot to God? It is more that my soul is still in my body, what I believe. But since I am dead, it should not be counted against me, for he only judges our th- what we do in life. Alright, but what about... Alright, so... Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not super knowledgeable about scripture, I never really was, but I recall Jesus resurrecting a few people. Did they... Is that like a do-over, or is that just a continuation? God forgives all people, 
no matter their sins, as long as they are truly and honestly repentant. So, when Jesus rose those people from the dead, I'm sure they had a whole new outlook on life and put their service towards the Lord. Alright, but then why does it matter that God doesn't judge you on what you do in your unlife if he it, shouldn't you be able to just continue as you are as a priest and what as I said he only judges you in life those people came back to life they were not our kind they were not zombies or any other sort of thing that is just animated flesh they were honestly and truly alive which we are not right but if God is all forgiving even you as one of the kindred would be deserving of the kingdom of heaven so long as you continue to live a good on life why does it matter if God doesn't view your actions after death as counting. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think you understand. I don't unlive a very good unlife. I hunt people. I take control of their minds. I rob them of their will. And they just keep coming back for more. I willingly feed off of my flock and they love every second of it. I am a monster, and I can admit that I am a monster, but my monstrosities do not count as I am not alive. It just seems to be like you're really betting a lot on this idea of yours that God's just going to go, well, you did a whole lot of evil shit, but you weren't alive at the time, so it doesn't count. We all believe what we choose to believe is, is all, of course, a matter of faith. <sighs> well, I'd say let me know how that works out for you, but uh, really, you're not going to be able to tell me, will you? No, and I hope not to find out for quite a while. Mm. Jonathan, let's go to you now. Yeah, all right. Jonathan, please remind me what you are doing. Going to talk to the homeless people. Going to talk to the homeless people. Okay, so you step right out. It is not very hard to find them. Uh, like I said, one of them is sort of underneath a newspaper, like leaned up against the, the brick wall, sleeping. There's a couple other uh, guys just huddled around a, like, I, I know I'm just, like, making the most basic-ass homeless, like, stereotype ever, but, like, a flaming trash can is a good source for warmth. And it is it is getting chilly. It is October in Chicago. Yeah. Is there a, uh, is there a convenience store around here? You know what? We can just say yes. Cool. I don't know this area of Chicago too well. But convenience stores are fucking everywhere. Cool. 
coffee and sandwiches. Coffee and sandwiches. Yeah, you buy those coffee and sandwiches, like it's it's it happens. Yeah. You don't have to roll to buy coffee and sandwiches. Oh, thank God. I'm sure I would <laughs> fail. <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm not gonna roll up and bump these people for information and then just not give them anything for it. Might as well give them something to eat and drink. Yeah. Even something for the sleeping dude, you know. When he wakes up, coffee will probably be cold, but coffee's coffee, I guess. Yeah, co- coffee's coffee, and he'll also have a fresh sandwich, and also probably not the first cold coffee he's drank. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, the homeless guys will thank you, and they will open up the sandwiches from their wrappers and take oddly conservative bites uh, as if they are planning to have these last as long as they possibly can before they get moldy. Eh, valid. Yeah. They are going to kind of drink the coffee pretty quickly, though. Like, that shit gets nasty when it's cold. So I'm gonna wait till they're done. Because mm-hmm. conversation during meals is a particular thing, and that's not something you do with strangers. Right. And uh, eventually, they put the sandwiches, like, they wrap them back up, kind of shove them in their pockets, and just sort of, like, nurse their coffees for a while. Yep. You, uh... I'm supposed to folks would mind helping me out with something real simple. Gotta replace kindness with kindness, yeah. Yeah club over here. You all hang out around here often? Dan does, and uh, Dan, who is the other guy huddled around the trash can fire, just sort of nods. Cool. Um... I'm gonna ask Colin, just for the sake of having conversation flow. Did Luke get orders last Wednesday? Uh, no, but he will tell you the last time he got orders was, I'm going to say three weeks ago, because it definitely, they definitely would have had to break, ma- reach Masquerade again for Stankai to go after that. So. All right. Yeah, so this is a little ways back. And I'll understand if the answer is no, but like three weeks ago, but- before this place opened up sometime in the morning, did uh, some weirdo come walking around back here? Uh, weirdo how? Uh, weirdo how indeed. Just sort of carried himself weird. Maybe, maybe he looked like he was kind of under the weather in a real particular way. And if not, maybe just, I don't know, a person that seemed like they were here to do business at unbusinessing hours. He thinks back and he goes, uh, you know, it's real fucking weird that you mentioned that because like, yeah, I kind of remember some guy coming through and dressed up real nice uh hmm. short hair 
Uh, fuck it. Looks real familiar. Is this uh, before or after sunup? Um, a little bit after. Alright. And is this place, Colin, in full shadow? Um, no, it is, it is not uh, right. in full shadow. So the sun's definitely hitting back here, so mm-hmm. definitely in ghoul. Mm-hmm. Unless... No, only thin bloods have Daywalker, right? That's not a, right. something a full-blooded vampire could do. Right. Uh, in Vampire the Masquerade, there was a faction that you could join that would eventually let you walk around in the daytime for a little bit, but this is not Vampire the Breaking. Alright, alright. Well-dressed guy, familiar-looking, short hair, uh, skin color? Uh, white. God, he Age? looks so familiar. Like, if you show me a picture of him, I'm sure I'd remember. Um, I don't know, middle-aged, got a bit of gray in his hair. Was it Rahm Emanuel? Out of character. <laughs> Colin. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, see, that's <laughs> not something I would be able to say, though. I mean, you've lived in Chicago for a while. You can be like, yeah, wait, but hold on. Well-dressed older guy with short hair who looks, well, Look. maybe looks familiar. Okay, so looks familiar. Um, yeah. Like, musician? Politician? No. I, he was dressed like a politician? Uh, fuck. Looks real familiar. Suit and, suit and tie kind of guy? Yeah, yeah. And the other guy at the trash can goes, You're describing the fucking mayor. Oh, yeah, it was the mayor. Yeah. You're sure? Yeah, it was the fucking mayor. Like, drag up a picture of him. Like, I, it's like, what's he look? And then he like, I'm sure you'll pull out your picture and just Google Rahm Emanuel and, uh, and I can use sure smartphones enough, right now. Yeah, and sure enough, he goes, yeah, that's this fucking, that's him. That was him right there. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And, uh, and he like sort of like holds up the coffee. I'm uh, I'm actually dig a couple twenties out of my wallet and pass them over. Uh, they do not say no, thank you. <laughs> they will take the money, but they will distribute it evenly, and uh, they will distribute it three ways. One guy gets two of them, and he puts them in separate pockets, and uh, and he will presumably give one of the other stashes to the sleeping guy later. Yeah, right. Hell yeah, comrades. <laughs> I'll jog back inside. I'm gonna send two group texts. All caps. First one is horse. Second one is shit. <laughs> well, looks like we gotta lead then. Well then, uh, go back to your companions. I'm sure you are in for a few interesting nights ahead. Most likely, it's been something. It has indeed been something. Uh, thank you for your time, Father. 
You're welcome. Now, if you excuse me, I'm actually feeling quite peckish. I need to go down and give a confession to someone. And he will get up and he 100% has that, uh, has the same feeding type that Salem does. So, yeah, yeah, the confession booth is just an excuse for him to, like, chow down on somebody's wrist. Free drink with every confession. Where's my drink? <laughs> must understand. I feel so much better. It's like a weight's been lifted from me. My head feels so much lighter. He also has that fucking dominate. No, not that. Is, was it, is it a dominate thing? I think it might be a dominate thing. Lingering kiss where, like, whenever he feeds on someone, they fucking love him. Oh, my God. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> a little off. absurd coming from me, but wow, what a creep. Present. Presence is a presence power, not a dominate power. He does not actually have dominate. So anyway, Salem and Luke. So, Salem. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, is he was... If he was right, your place fucking smells like battery acid right now. Uh, I'm not really he, sure I know what battery acid smells like. Neither do I, but I am sure it smells pretty foul. So I'm going to say it smells pretty foul in I'm your house right now. I don't want a couple of bat- bat- car batteries in my life. I just don't think I know what the battery acid smells like. Yeah, so he had to, like, bore a hole into it using a drill, and then he started, like, pouring the acid into one of the beakers. He was being very careful to not spill any. Uh, he, of course, did spill some. That's never going to come out. Look, I know a guy. He's real good. He's good. He owns one of those steam cleaners. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then, um... He boils it for a little while, and uh, he's like, do you have, like, a knife or... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if it's rusty. I don't think I can catch this anymore. I'm kind of new to this whole thing, so... Can we catch tetanus? Ah. Same little little bit flabbergasted for a second there. (laughs) No. I don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, this sucks. You guys run a different rules than I do. Let's just... You need a rusty knife or just a knife? Uh, I just need a knife. I just didn't care if it was rusty or not. But now that you said that you don't know if I can catch tetanus or not, I'm I'm suddenly caring if it's rusty or not. Well, let's shelf that that tetanus conversation for later. Okay. And I'll go get you a knife. And I just fucking get a knife out of my kitchen and give it to him. Yep, and then uh, he takes it and he holds it blade to the palm and... and squeezes some of his blood into the boiling battery acid and starts killing... Like, almost as soon as the blood touches, he kills the heat and just, like, picks up the beaker and stirs it a little bit, and he's like, so, uh, you're, like, a famous musician or something? Uh, yeah, or something. Uh, names, I don't know if you ever call my name, Salem Jones. I, uh... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do, uh, you know, whatever the mood strikes me. Mostly I'm just, uh, 
I just DJ, but you know, I play, I play a couple instruments. I uh, try and source most of my sounds myself if I can. But uh, I just I like what I do. That's good. That's good. So like, how do you like being in that Camarilla thing? Uh Wow, what an odd question. Well, I mean I'm I'm hoping like maybe one day there's a blood hunt and like that that one guy he'll in charge he'll let me like, you know do that thing that lets me become a whole vampire because I'm kinda of sick and tired of this halfway thing and you know, if I'm if I'm gonna die, I'd prefer to just die all the way and just be like you guys and be over and be done with it. Yeah, I getcha, I getcha. <sighs> Alright, Luke, let me in. Let me let you in on a little secret. I don't give a rat's ass about the Camarilla. Oh, okay. It's just another thing. Just another obligation. So, like, if that guy, that Pilzer guy, if he wasn't, like, super duper in charge of everything, you'd be with the other guys, I guess? Look, I'm not some bloodthirsty murderer looking to break all the rules. I just... They're not like that. None. There are some of them that are like that. I'm not I mean, talking about the Anarchs yeah. kid. Oh, oh, okay. I was, I was, I was about to say, yeah, but the Anarchs aren't like that. At least, not most of them. Some of the gang will a little much. I'm not stupid enough to stick my neck out trying to get rid of the prince. As much of a stuck-up asshole as I think he is. But I'm not interested in all this petty bullshit every night. If I have to live forever, I may as well enjoy it, right? I mean, I guess. Come on. You just said if you were gonna if you were gonna be dead, you may as well be all the way, right? You should understand how I feel. Yeah, yeah, no, I that's yeah, I get it, I get it. Just, you know, uh, it sucks. Like, you die, and then all of a sudden, like, the politics, they just get even fucking worse, you know? It's true. In a way, I kind of envy you. Because nobody expects anything. But then again, obviously, I'm a rich asshole who has uh, all the privilege of being a full-blooded vampire, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, it's me, the guy who fucking just got bit while making meth one night and then woke up a couple, min couple minutes later really hungry and then pointed at his best friend. That's rough, kid. 
Yeah, I'm still a little bitter about being fucking murdered. How old it actually? How long ago did this happen? Two years, I guess. Like 2014, I think. Oh. So you're just a baby, huh? Yeah. Uh, actually, and when you say that, you notice he does not have any fangs. Oof. So the rules for thin bloods is that they have to take anywhere between one and three thin blood flaws and an equal amount of thin blood advantages. And thin blood advantages are, can be really good, but you also have to take some flaws. And the two flaws that he has are he has the, his clan curse, uh, so he has the curse of the Toreador. He still has to deal with that when most Thin Bloods don't have to. And he also has the curse, baby teeth. Oh, baby. He doesn't, he doesn't have, oh, he does not have fangs. Oh, baby. He baby. He baby. Uh, he does not have fangs. He has to like legit cut people open with some sort of implement and drink their blood that way. I mean, it could still fucking bite somebody. It just well, wouldn't can, be yeah. a good bite. It just, it just would hurt a lot more. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, Luke. I'm not just saying this anymore to stay on Johnny's good side, but... We'll try and get you through all this bullshit alive, all right? Or thanks, as close Thank to God. alive as you Mark, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what you meant. Oh shit, it's ready! And then uh, he grabs the beaker and just like runs and pours it into a vial and corks it. And uh, when he switches it, it looks a bit thinner than what he was describing the other one as. This one's got more of a um, a soda consistency to it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Forbidden soda. <laughs> Forbidden blood soda. Cherry cola. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> it's orange vanilla Coke, the most vile soda I can think of. Oh my god, no, stop. Uh -huh. I think I like orange vanilla Coke. I haven't had it in orange Metro Metro properly, but I think I like that. So when he says, when he's like, like swirling around to check the consistency, he says, hey, your phone's lighting up. Oh, shit. And, uh, and you, you and Kor both see two separate texts. One says horse. The other says shit. All caps. Is that a bad horse shit or a good horse shit? Bad. All right, then. Well... I'm gonna look to Lick and be like, so how does this work? Is one of us gonna have to drink that uh battery acid and blood cocktail? Yup. Cool. Alright. Trust me, it never goes down easy. I'll do it. Break this uh can't bust my brain up any worse. <laughs> We're gonna get there first, I guess. Yeah. Hold on a second. I need to. Ch I need to check out the rules to see if Thin Blood Alchemy actually works for vampires. 
Oracle Flood Game Fire Summon second. Uh, I just assumed it did. I assumed it did. I assume it does too, but. It doesn't say anything about that you can't. It's just, I'm guessing that it is assumed that most vampires don't need to do it because their powers are so much better. But this is I a mean, custom... I mean, I will if I have to. How about that? Yeah, this, this is a custom thing that um, that he's brewed up for this campaign, so we'll let it slide. So, we all gather back up at the bar. Yep. Drive Luke back there. That priest is an idiot. Oh, yeah, no, he's... He's... Nice enough. What did he say? Uh, basically, he thinks that he's got some sort of loophole for all around God that since he's technically dead, he's already been judged for what he did in life. <laughs> Alright, well, that's real neat and all, but did he have any useful information? Colin, did he yeah, actually... Yeah, he, he gave you the name of the, uh, of the employee that worked here consistently when the information was given. I told him he, gave me, he wrote this down. This is apparently the... Um, Slob he has working whenever our little informant friend comes around. He also would have written down an address, and uh, he just he is not working tonight or tomorrow. And it's a good thing he's not working tomorrow night because it's getting pretty early. Our address too. I could pay them a visit tomorrow, but I'm not more. I'm not a, a talky type. I mostly just snap necks. Oh, but you're certainly comfortable with breaking into people's houses and observing them, right? That I can do, yes. Don't want to kill him, though, just to be perfectly clear. No murder, no murder. No murder. But maybe later. Maybe later. I'd prefer if you not kill anybody, actually. Luke prefers if you don't kill anybody. Luke, it's not really your say, is it? Let's keep the body count to the absolute minimum. How about that? Alright, I suppose there's no reason I'm sure you'll get your chance soon enough. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of bodies to murder. And I'm pretty sure that well... Maybe not in this particular instance, but generally speaking, I'm pretty sure the prince doesn't like it when we just kill civilians for giggles, especially with everything that's going on. Mm. All right. So what's horseshit? Oh, what's horseshit is the person who's apparently been coming to drop off these orders. One of our senior officers, personal lackeys, Mayor Rahm Emanuel, 
a primogen is involved in this. Mm-hmm. That does complicate things. Enormously. Well, it couldn't have been simple. No, of course not. Fucking Christ, man. Oh, I shouldn't have said that in a church, damn it. Oh, jeez. I <laughs> think this stopped being a church a long time ago. <laughs> Look, it's just a themed bar. Ah, right, so... Where do we go from here? Do we just report this to the prince? Let him know that one of his primogens is uh, rabble-rousing and be done with it? Or do we investigate further on our own? I think we would get laughed out of Elysium if we showed up and said, a homeless guy told us that Rahm Emanuel is ordering masquerade breaches. I don't think that that would work. So you have no solid evidence then? Yeah, we're working off the testimony of one homeless man, which for some people, for some reason, isn't going to count for a lot. Right. So we need to get more evidence if we're going to bring this to the prince's attention, but doing so, we are attracting the ire of a primogen. So we are kind of fucked either way. Wonderful. Well... Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. See, because Emmanuel isn't going to be running this on his own. He's taking orders from Ward. And not everybody likes Ward. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Core. Fishface doesn't like Ward. Alright. Grandmama! So we bring this to my primogen. See what they can make of it. Could be nothing. Could be a dagger to slip between Rick Ward's spine. Right. And... Long also doesn't like Ward, and Montanero likes Fishface, so we can presumably get three primogens behind us on this, maybe. We need to build this exceedingly careful. We don't know who's on whose side. This primogen is always serious business. And, again, we have very little to go off of at this juncture. I think keep as few people from knowing this as we can because the more people that know about this the more it's likely that Rick finds out about it and the more likely that we end up with the true death just staked in our beds so let's take this to Fistface first and foremost and see where it it goes from there if she wants to bring other people in on it, that's fine, but I would like to keep this as tight as possible. There's one thing, possibly, that we can do to strengthen our case. And I turn to Luke and Salem. Alright. Yeah, we've got the, um, Luke made his little potion. I guess. Yeah, he holds it up. 
Don't ask me what's in it. <laughs> okay. I'm not drinking that. It's good. It probably tastes probably tastes like Malort. Well, I've already had one of those tonight. I might as well have a second. <laughs> she pants it to you. Oh no! Stop! And here I wanted to drink. <laughs> I mean, you know, not to cop out on falling on this sword, but how's your uh, how's your aspects? I have two dots in aspects. I have one dot in aspects, but my move is sense the unseen. Uh, yeah, I've got heightened senses and premonitions, so if you want to take this, then take it. Oh, this also, because this is blood. This is a mm -hmm. blood cocktail. This might also fall under a taste for blood, the blood sorcery move. It'll yeah. sort of depend on Colin. I mean, technically, these have, like, their own rules associated with them because they are a, essentially a replacement for disciplines for thin bloods. So... Right, but Jonathan is convinced that thin blood alchemy is basically, like, insane horseshit sorcery. Like, even more so than the regular insane horseshit sorcery that he can already do. So, mm -hmm. he's banking on the idea of being able to fuse... Uh, oh, okay. Thin blood alchemy with his I own mean, disciplines in some way. I mean, and to be fair, that's not a thing that most vampires have really looked into because most of them just sort of laugh off thin blood alchemy as this fucking horseshit that is weaker than their disciplines. Why would you ever want to get into it? Uh, so, hmm. Yeah, alright, yeah, let's go with, uh, taste for blood and will allow you to like it'll like mingle with whatever horse shit that uh that we've got going on here and so tell me remind me again what specifically you're looking for so what i'm hoping to get here is that you know rom cast this spell mm -hmm. on the bartender to like wipe the bartender's memories of all of his defining features. And ideally, since that's like... Ideally, that was a powerful enough spell to leave some sort of, like, stain that maybe also kind of left a trail. And if Jonathan can just, like, follow that trail to Rom's office or something like that, that's the goal here. Okay, so normally that would not be a thing, but you are mixing your disciplines with weird, not rules written, thin blood alchemy horseshit. So, I will say you may roll. Let's say... So, the roll for a taste of blood is blood sorcery plus resolve. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Alright. I would like to do the move that gets me the extra dice. Is that just a rouse check? That is a rouse check, yes. Okay. 
That's a success. That's a success. Uh, and it's technically not a hunger dice when you rouse, I don't think. So you're fine. So you may add one pit. To you, you may add one dice to your intelligence roll, which is technically how it works. It goes on one of your traits. So your your intelligence for the purposes of this roll is four. That is three successes. That is three successes, and guess what? It was a difficulty two, so you passed. So, cool. yeah, uh, so you can see this thin, blackish, smoky trail. Fucking pop the cork off this thing and chug it down. Oh god, it tastes worse than the Malort. <laughs> it's worse than the Malort. Like, it's fucking. Christ, Luke. Could you not. Put some sugar in it or something. No, it'll fucking ruin it, man. I, I drink. I have a tablespoon of Ipecac every single dawn, and this is worse. Holy! So I'm like really curious. What does battery acid taste like? Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, bad. Uh, Battery acid. But yeah, you can you can follow the the smoky trail, and it's spicy in a real particular way. <laughs> and it does it kind of goes like if you follow it around, I'm gonna say that you have enough time to like that you will have barely enough time to follow this stuff around. If we all this trail around. Into, we all load up into Salem's car just so I don't have to drive and concentrate on doing this. Right, and you're going to have barely enough time to follow this trail and go talk to Fishface if you want. So, you follow it, and yeah, it does stop off at, uh... It, it starts fading out because, like, the effects just start wearing off, but you do manage to get to where the offices of the mayor would be. Like, it, it leads into that building, but by that, by the time you get, like, to the building, it starts... It's gone. The effects have worn off. Peter's out at the front door to City Hall. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. And then you also head on up to the docks. The Navy Pier, the Chicago Harbor, which is where Fishface usually hangs out. Unsurprisingly, her name is Fishface. Wow, yes, we I'm know. surprised. <laughs> Alright, Batman. Lead the way. Alright, so yeah, I head over to Boss's house. It's less a house and more uh, sewer access. You pop that shit open fairly easy, you're strong, and you guys climb in. Uh, you know the one that is closest to her lair, so you just follow the trail that you're really familiar with. You tell your coterie to avoid stepping at certain spots because it is 100% trapped. And eventually you reach where there's a couple Nosferatu in here. Uh, they're all doing various stuff. Nothing about Nosferatu things. They're, they're doing intelligence gathering via uh, the internet with, within the means that they are allowed 
use the internet with. Of note, hmm? I am going to deactivate Blush of Life because I don't want to do. The, I I'm worried that might offend Fish Face to show oh, yeah. up like that. I turned that off too. Eh. <laughs> All right. I have zero dots in etiquette. I can talk my way out of most things. <laughs> but also, like, you're a Malkavian. They're just gonna not like you on principle anyway, so showing up with Blessed of Life is just gonna be like, f- whatever. What did I do? Exist. Yeah, essentially. Turns out none of the vampire clans really like each other all that much. Look, we got a fucking solidarity, man. The Venture <laughs> the real shitbirds. There's a kind of weird overlap here, or rather anti-overlap, that Fishface and Virgin Neo like each other, and Virgin Nero and Malkavia Prime like each other, but Fishface and Malkavia Prime don't. Yeah. It's weird. That's a fair reason for Fishface not to like me, I guess. <laughs> but eventually you find where Fishface is, and uh, she goes, Core! Oh, you brought the caitiff and. Hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Salem Jones! Luke is here too, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, she barely left Luke, Luke in the car, windows roll down, his favorite tunes are playing. Actually, yeah, Luke would not be. <laughs> Luke would have favorite tunes are playing. <laughs> Luke 100% would not be down to going to meet a primogen who also it's like lives in the sewer. So yeah, he's probably actually still hanging out in the car. Unless you really want him to come along. I just... Look, he's an important member of this team. Okay. Is he? Yeah. He made the fucking tracking potion. Okay, but... Like, he's like does a he mascot. Mean... He's Scooby too. Why would you <laughs> insist on dragging this poor fellow down here to meet Look, from the I'm not insisting on anything. It's up to him. But I'd maybe like to... Actually, no, I wouldn't like to encourage him to do that. I hate all of this horseshit. <laughs> I do it because I know that I have to. Look, I just want the dude to be comfortable in the existence that he's going to have to lead for X amount of time. That could be pretty short, depending on what happens. Anyway, Anyways. so fish, fish face, happy to see Core, eh, to see Jonathan, eh, to see Salem. Do you like they were typically? Do vampires like refer to their primogens as like leaves or some shit like that? Or you can say you can call her whatever the fuck you want. She's not actually all that picky. Hmm. She's primogen because Pilser said. You're my best intelligence gatherer. You're primogen now. Do I get a say in this? Not really. Okay. My primogen. It's good to see you. Good to see you as well. I bring to you today possible information against Rick Ward. Go on. She She's really, really happy to hear against Rick Ward. It isn't a lot, and it's mostly hearsay, but it has the potential to be something, and I thought to bring it to you first. 
Oh, I'm honored that you thought of me first. So you recall the business that the good prince sent us on uh, last week? Oh, to eliminate all the thin bloods. Yes, I remember that. Well, we kept one, and... As a pet? Sure. Luke, you're a pet, right? He's a mascot. Luke's not here! Oh, right. He's left him in the car. Okay. You left him in the car, like a good dog. (laughs) I thought we decided we were bringing them. His favorite tunes are on. We've discussed this. The AC is on. He's fine. The AC is on. He is fine. Do not break the window. No matter what he says to you. (laughs) So can I just, like, hand wave and recap of yes. what we've got, yes. so we don't have to spend like ten minutes talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So, Emmanuel delivering orders to break the masquerade. Oh, Pilser's not gonna be happy that his little bootlicker's acting against him. And again, we don't have very good evidence we just have the hearsay of a homeless man. And the weird blood magic trail. Yes, we have we have the testimony of one homeless man and the results of a fusion of blood sorcery and thin blood alchemy. Would you have the address of the employee? I was going to check in on that as well. Well, I should probably wait until tomorrow night. It is getting quite... I'm still... I've been dead for hundreds of years, and I'm still not sure if to say early or late. Mm. Anyway, you've possibly brought this information to the person far most capable of finding out more. I am, after all, the prince's little intelligence gatherer. We have a few leads we can follow up on, but as again, I said before, I thought it most prudent to bring it to your attention before anyone else's. And I do appreciate that. You continue your investigations. I'll start mine tomorrow night. As I said, it is a little late. You are free to borrow my humble abode if it is too much tr- if it is too late for you to get back to your places what time, how far away from my little house am I actually could I get oh, back oh you are you are pretty far you probably would not make it the the per- like Salem and Jonathan could probably make it because they live on the northern half of Chicago but like you are miles away and you like it It'd be a close one. It would be a definite close one, and you'd probably err on the side of caution. Boy, are they going to be mad at us that we haven't brought Luke back? Yeah, that's the thing I'm also concerned about, is what we're doing with him, what we need to do with him, and what we want to do with him. Well, sort that out between yourselves. I, It's probably best if I stay here for the day. I will have one of my ghouls pick me up tomorrow night. There you go. And also, don't worry, if you need to house the thin blood somewhere, I'll smooth it over with Montiero. Montanero. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. 
course, can walk around during the day. It's quite a... Freaks me the fuck out. I think we're still keeping him on a short leash. My concern is that some of the other primogens, one of them in particular, will very much want him true dead. Loose ends and all that. Yes, of course. Also, probably the prince as well. Maybe not a little bit happy to hear that his orders were somewhat roundabout to divide, but you're getting deeper into this whole thing than I think he expected. I'm sure he'll appreciate that at least. Forgiveness before permission and all that. Of course. And sometimes with Pilsen that even works. <laughs> well, I'm sure if we can hand him proof that one of his primogens is betraying him, he'll be, well, not pleased, but grateful. Oh, it'll be the whole thing with Legrand all over again, I'm sure. Although, he might not ban the entire Ventru out of Chicago this time. Oh, do you suppose he'll let us watch what he does to Mr. Ward? Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> I'm gonna just dismiss myself while this is happening. You were there in 88 when he did the thing to the Sabbat, right? Oh, I wasn't there personally, but I heard about it afterwards. All right, and then they're going to keep talking about the horrible shit that they get into because they are horrible people. So I know Jonathan's leaving. Is Salem leaving? I drove us there, <laughs> so yes, I'm leaving. Going to have to ask you to drive me home because I don't have time to go back to the bar to get my car. Yep, yeah, I'll just fucking bust everybody where they need to be. Is there actually enough time for me to take Jonathan home and also get myself home? I hope you're parked in a non-towing zone. No, there is absolutely not. Uh, You can drop him off with Jonathan if Jonathan doesn't mind. No, I said get myself home. Oh, oh, get yourself home? Yeah, you can get yourself home. Yeah, no. Yeah. Must suck for a vampire when their car gets towed because there's like no easy way for them to go back (laughs) and get it. Speaking of which, when you get back to the car, Luke is listening to his favorite tunes, and it is 100% he's just listening to Katy Perry. All right. (laughs) Live your best life. Fuck irony. Enjoy things. So, yeah. When you get home, uh, Luke goes, you don't mind me crashing here? Uh, I'm okay to walk around in a day. Like, it doesn't bother me that much. I could probably, like, get a bus home. Yeah, but if Ward wants you gone, I'm sure he's got ghouls out the ass. Yeah. Make cream for that. So, (laughs) I'm actually, because this is a two-person household, and she'll be asleep, but this is kind of an emergency. I'm going to call Anna. Alright, she... It, it rings a couple of times, and then she goes... Vim, vim. Hi, I'm so sorry to wake you up. I'm on my way home right now. Okay. I got... I got someone I need to hide. Are you okay with having someone 
else in the house, or do I need to hand them off to someone else? Um, I'm good right now, actually. Yeah, we, we can bring them over. Should I get the inflatable mattress ready, or are they okay with the couch? He'll be okay on the couch. Will we need the blackout blinds? No, he's good in the sun. Uh, he, he, he goes, um, it does still hurt and I will eventually die. Oh, will you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like... No, uh, okay. no, like, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. real go- I'm real good in it, but, like, it will eventually... Okay, yeah. Blinds it is, then. Okay, I'll Look, odds, go get it you, you set just, up. You go back to sleep. I'm heading home right now. I'll get it all set up. I just wanted to, you know, ask you, make sure it was cool, make sure you were cool. Okay, don't freak out when I see a dead guy on the couch. Got it. Yeah. You know, suddenly it occurs to me, if Rick wants him dead, do you, are you sure you want him sleeping on your couch? I mean... Does Rick know he's alive? Yes. Yeah, Rick was there when you brought him in. Hmm. Okay, but he thinks he would. Rick doesn't know that he would be at the Jonathan's house. He would think that. Correct. At this. Hmm. So we're gonna find the fucking safe house burnt down tomorrow. Yeah, we might. So to answer Salem's question, no. But I hate asking people for favors, and that includes you. I already told Luke that I'd get him through this. So, it's up to you. I know you've got that thing going on with your lady friend. So. How safe is your place? It's a pretty fancy apartment, so pretty safe. Up to you, Luke. What are you feeling? flip a coin because he has had some pretty good heart to hearts with both of you he does <laughs> i'm not trying you. to steal your i'm not stealing to steal your friend here i am 100 trying to be like hey it's probably a bad idea to keep the wanted criminal in the house with a regular ass human uh he's gonna go i'm gonna stick with jonathan all right you're the master of your own destiny luke or at least we'll get you there Hopefully one day. I crack Salem a kind of wry smile. You can take him tomorrow if uh, we need to keep this going. (laughs) Are you consenting to dual custody? (gasps) (laughs) It's weird. Now I have two vampire parents. Oh, boy. I think this session needs to end now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're going to call it there. All right. Three experience points again, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can you can buy them. You can buy a very minor thing, like a second dot in the skill or like one dot in a fucking no, no, most of you can't even buy one dot in a discipline you don't have a, that, don't have, um, 
class training in. How much does that cost? For the clan members, that is seven dots for unclanned uh, disciplines and five dots for a clan discipline. And that's five or times five, five. spell level. Yeah, it's five times the level. So if you wanted to get another level and obfuscate, you'd have to spend like 15 experience points. I could get a point in something. I got 21. Oh. You still, have to, you still haven't spent your other experience points? Okay. No, I told you yeah. I was going to save them. Okay. Or was I yeah. going to get in like then... another level of blood potency or something? Okay, yeah. Um, I think blood potency is the level of blood potency you want to go to times 10. So you're going up to two. So yeah, you could buy another level of blood potency. Not super sure what blood potency does, but I know it makes you like harder to kill um, by other vampires. I believe it, I believe it gives you... a. I believe it gives you more things to roll when you rouse the blood. So hold on one second. Let me double check that. I think you straight up roll more uh, rouse. Yeah, I'm now looking it up right now. Page 215. Blood potency. Um, okay, so blood surge. At blood potency 2, you get one die on blood surge. You heal one more point of superficial damage per rouse check, so you go from one to two. You get one bonus die on all discipline power rolls at blood potency two. Oh, that's actually really nice. Yeah. Uh, your discipline rouse check stays the same. Your bane severity stays the same. Your feeding penalty changes. Animal and ba- bagged blood slakes half hunger. I didn't do that to begin with, so no problem. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with with drinking blood, when you are... I've said this before, but when you are, like, out and about and on missions, your hunting style doesn't really matter. You just get blood where you can. So um, the, the only real exception to that are feeding exclusions. So Jonathan literally cannot eat from people who do not consent beforehand, but he can still go to, like a blood bank and just like steal some blood bags and just drink out of those. Okay, so I have mend amount two. I have a one in blood surge then. Yeah, you still have one in blood surge. Yeah, that stays the same from having a blood potency of one. But you do get, the, the big change is that you get a bonus die on all discipline rolls. Yeah, so if uh, I tell you to roll um, like dexterity plus obfuscate, you would roll an additional dice on top of that because of your blood potency. Okay. Is that just automatically going to do that for me since since I put the pip in there? It should. um, Go ahead and roll. Yeah, let me try doing... Just roll obfuscate and some other skill. It doesn't matter what. Literally does not matter what. Where is that? Okay, so... Scroll down to obfuscate and then open up the power menu. And then next okay. to the name, All there right. is a yeah. dice okay. button. And then there. Never mind, are... I was just being stupid. So, dexterity and. It should be dexterity and discipline. There it is. So, if I wanted to roll unseen passage. Yeah, if you wanted to roll unseen passage, then uh, well, it would be. That's just like a. Would... Yeah. Well, just just roll stealth and 
uh, just roll dexterity and obfuscate, and we'll see. Because you sh- should, if it's doing it correctly, six, three, you should be rolling six dice. You see here. Actually, I don't think I have anything in my disciplines that I have to actively roll. I just make a rouse check for them. You might take it later. Uh, it is correct. It is working correctly. So yeah, you you should have been rolling six dice. You are rolling six dice. One of those is a hundred. Okay, but I don't actually have everything else. I just makes a as a rouse check or it's just stuff I can do. So I might actually hang on and do a blood potency two later. Mm, well, what is? Oh yeah, that doesn't change until blood potency three. But discipline rouse check re-roll on level one skills is something you have at blood potency one and two, and it goes up to level two and below at blood potency three. Right. So right now blue potency two, one isn't useful to me, or two isn't useful to me. I, so I don't have any... Hmm? Well, it, it does heal more superficial damage as well. Yeah, but I could probably spend this XP on more useful things immediately. Uh, yeah, you could you could definitely 100% like get another level in either Obfuscate or Potence. That's 15 experience right there. Yeah. Uh, we should maybe not question. discuss this. We should probably... Yeah. Well, no, um, this is all this is all end of session stuff. It's talking about yeah. like hmm. level ups and mechanics and all that. What's up? Do fun? I need an excuse? Do I? Can I just take a new discipline outright if yes, I have the experience? You yes, you can. If you have the experience, uh, you can just take it. Well, right. okay. So the. The rulebook says that there are requirements for taking a new discipline. I don't know if Colin is just choosing to oh, throw wait, those out, but um, there are. Vampire... A completely I'm... new discipline that is not one of the claimed disciplines, but the character also needs to taste the blood of someone who possesses it. Mm, there's the issue, and I will be enforcing that. That's fair. Well, is it? are you taking one that is in or out of class? I'm taking one that is out of class. Ah, then, Which yeah. one did you want? I wanted to take a fortitude for unswayable mind. Fortitude. Okay. Who possesses? What clans possess fortitude? Who's got fort? I think Bruja do. Bruja has celerity, potence, and presence. Uh, Gangrel, I don't care. Malkavian obviously is irrelevant. Nosferatu is potence, obfuscate, and animalism. Tordor is presence, celerity, and auspects. It's Gangrel. Gangrel have fortitude. Are Gangrel the only ones who have fortitude? Well, I'm just Dominate, saying they do. Blood, sorcery, and okay. auspects. They have protean animalism and fortitude. I think, I think Ventru might also have fortitude. Ventru does have fortitude. <laughs> so that would probably be a lot easier to get than Gangrel. Because let me tell you right now, if a primogen comes up and says, hey, can I have some of your blood to learn one of your things? They'll say, fuck off, Cammy. And they don't care if you're only in the Camarillo because it's easier. That doesn't really matter to them. 
but you can like find a Ventru who will be willing to be like, yes, of course, and then you'll do me a favor later, correct? I think I'm going to put my stamina up to four. Okay. And that increases my max health to seven. I mean, honestly, I really like the idea of trying to find one of the few gangrels still in the city. Or, like, just outside the city. They're still in the city, they're just not in the Camarilla. I mean, I could leverage my fucking status, maybe. You could. I got shitloads of money. You want some? What's the cost to up traits? Uh, traits are the number... The level times five. Yeah. Okay. So if you were increasing from three to four, it's 20. Yes. But if you're increasing from two to four, it's 35. Yes. Yes, because you cannot skip that third knock. Yeah. Just making sure. It's pretty dang tough. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty tough. You're built for the combat. Alright, so, next time, what's our plans? I think Core is going to go stalk that employee, and what, Salem is going to go try and track down a gangrel to learn a new move? I would like to. Yeah. Among other things, I suppose. And uh, I'll just be... Jonathan going to do? I'll be doing whatever horse she just thrown at me, I guess, because I don't really have any leads at the moment. Like, I know who the culprit is, but I don't have a means to, like, prove it. Yeah. I could widen my statement to be like, I'm going to see if I can pull any useful information from, like, any of the Anarchs in the city, since I have a couple of ties with the Anarchs. Yeah. And also, see if I can convince a gang girl to give me some blood, because I want hard fortitude. <laughs> I gotta look up the rules for blood bonds, then. I mean, I can just tell you right now, because I've looked into that a lot for my bond slave thing. It's, she doesn't have to... Well, oh, right, not, it's, it not, has to be, like, multiple... It has to be multiple sippies. Yeah, not she, Chloe, them, Salem. Yes. It doesn't, they don't gotta worry about it unless Salem's going to be going back every month for three months on like the fucking new moon. If it's just the one drink, unless Chloe took the Bond Slave Blah, it's not gonna be an issue. Yeah, it has, it's, it is multiple cities. I, I do remember that, so. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Alright, well. Fucking sip. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you all listen next time. Blah. 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 Vampire noise stop wave. Blah. <laughs>